the EP podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at the eppodcast.com. We have some guests in here today, yes, and it do. should be kind of a fun show because I like it any time that we do a show and we have a bar full of people, and there's beers on the bar. You know, the moment I see drinks, you got a wine. These two guys got a pint in front of them. I'm sitting here. I got a little Johnny Walker black label sitting on the rocks in my little glass. And we're going to have a nice show. I have Terry Goggin and Mike Kerwin. They are from the Most Holy Redeemer Men's Club. And also, they are two of the three that are the brain trust behind what is maybe the biggest event of the fall in Evergreen Park, which is the Most Holy Redeemer Barbecue Bash. How are you guys? Good, good how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited about the bash, of course. Terry was like, I was I was telling him, I'm like, oh, I'm starting this podcast. I'm doing this thing, and I would love to have you on, and we'll talk about the ribs. And the show's still up there if anybody wants to go back and listen to it. That's the great thing about this. And we were hurrying up, and I was like, I just need enough shows because I was trying to get on Spotify, Hannah. Yeah. And you couldn't get on Spotify without five shows. And I was like, I need to do quick five shows so that we can launch and we're on all these podcast servers. So Terry came over and did a whole show with me that turned into... 30 minutes of absolute trash talk before the... Yeah, the I mean, it's radio back. gold. Fuck how it started. This was absolute genius radio. I mean, it was great stuff. Yeah. I mean, it started off with us trying to just kind of have a normal conversation, and it turned into, my ribs are better than yours, and, and stick it. That was basically how well, it was going. I think if I recall, and I'd have to go back and listen, but I believe you started the trash talk, I and, don't remember. And, and I ended it... At the bash with the higher finish. You did finish so. higher than me. You did. You finished higher than me. I mean, I, I'm not Mike. I'm not Mike who's wearing his championship hat from that last year, but two years ago. He's still walking around with his. When they win a championship for this, the cooker gets a red cowboy hat. I was going to ask what the hat was about. Okay. Well, he's a big fan of that uh, little Nas song, uh, uh, Old, Town Old Town Road. Road. That's what it is. <laughs> this, uh, this would be the ultimate traveling trophy. Okay. So uh, every year the cookers uh, that win actually get this lovely. So it's that t- hat. It's like the Stanley Cup. It a, just goes from. Okay. Well, we get we get everyone their own. Okay, More they like get their our own. version of the Super Bowl ring. Got it. Except you wear it on your head. And it stands it, out. It's bright red and it, it kind of stands out. You know, it's a 10 gallon felt hat that's made by Stratton Hats. Yeah. Um, you know, they do a great job. They do most of the police forces uh, around the nation. So. Uh, this is just one of the things that, that they do, and uh, you know they're parishioners, and they're happy to help out. You know what I think is great about it, though, and this is funny. Most of the guys who are cooks have ginormous noggins. Like, I have a giant head. Terry's head is a good size. Mike's got a good size head. The guy won last year. His name's Alex Garcia. He was the champion last year. He's one of the two of them. He walks around the hat. I mean, they make, they obviously, these aren't tiny hats. Oh, these, these are, are big because oh, no. we have ginormous heads. That, so this is do seven, they measure your head when oh, they did oh, it? Yeah. No, oh, really? Seven and five eighths. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> part of this event that is for all the people. And then there is the part of this event before it even starts, which is like this all day Every tent around the big giant tent that's out there that protects people from the weather. So rain or shine, it's going to be a good time. Okay. There, there is this thing where all the cooks are basically there all day long, slow cooking the ribs. And there's a contest during it. There's music playing during it. There's guys with big giant TV screens watching college football games during it. Take me through what it's like. I mean, I know what it's like, but take the listener through what it's like right now. When when, when this day starts, what, what actually is happening there at the grounds? Well, the day for us starts around 8 o'clock. We start setting up all the tables and the, the, the cooking positions. 
And then somewhere between 9 and 10 o'clock, the teams start rolling in with their grills, setting up their pits and stuff and getting ready, getting their coals going and their meat on. But then what you're talking about that's really fun is in the middle of the day, we have a optional participation nibblers competition where any any member of any cook team for with a $20 entry can come in and submit like an appetizer-sized um Nibbler or you know food item. It's supposed to be like a snack, it's right? Like, yeah, it's and, like, and, and, and it's it started off as a snack size. originally, right? It's like, like a when one you or two yeah, bite thing. Yeah, yes. bite size. Some of these are bite. Some of these are as big as a double cheeseburger right. when guys make them. <laughs> and you know what's great about it is, and I, not to interrupt you, but I mean, like, what's great about it is, is that when you guys first started this thing and you came up with the nibbler thing, honestly, how many guys were in the first nibbler competition? Twelve. Like, Twelve guys. Okay. Now you're going to have like 40 probably on Saturday because I yeah. know it was pretty close to that last year. Now okay. we have guys like most of our cook teams are two and four guy teams. And they all do. And one. several of them on a team will compete. You know, right. They'll each make their own. And so, so. the thing is you you pay the 20 bucks, Hannah, and you walk over there while your ribs are slow cooking and you don't need to stand over. Like I always lie to my wife. Like I'm, I'm, I'm smoking ribs today. And I stand out there outside while the kids are screaming while things need to be done, while she's working. I just oh, pretend like I need <laughs> I need to be observing these ribs. But really, in the end, I don't need to look at these ribs. You're I eating. check them every half hour, and I that's, that's really all I have to do with them. But everybody walks away from their ribs and eats like crazy for like 45 minutes, I would say. Right, yeah, guys? Absolutely. And it's yeah, like, and half of it's got jalapeno in it somehow. <laughs> like, that's the key to the Bacon wrapped jalapenos <laughs> with different yeah. kinds of fillings have been a popular submission. Yeah. yeah there's usually them. nine or ten right. of those. Yeah, but they've never won. They've never won, but there's usually nine or no, ten. No, they don't win, but yeah, you're right about yeah. that. And what's crazy about it as well is that the last two years, I've barely eaten any ribs because as a cook, I'm so busy cooking the ribs, getting them out, and then I've eaten so many nibblers, I'm full. Like, I'm just like, I'm not even hungry by the time the ribs come out. Do you, have you experienced that? I mean, I know that you, of course, as a master chef who made it into the finals last year, and I did not. Maybe you do. Maybe it's different for you. I don't know. You know, I oftentimes forget to eat at all, you know, because <laughs> not just not because I've had so much in the rib and the nibblers or throughout the day. It's just you don't, hold, you doing don't stand so much. still the whole time. I usually get my carbs from Anheuser-Busch during the during the day. It is now time for your EP podcast word on the street. Remember all through August when we were telling you, make sure you get your vehicle sticker? It's September now. Time's running out. September 15th. Get it done. Seriously. Get an email or a notice or something about this thing like every other day. Don't be one of those people standing in line like the day before you have to have it in your window. Meanwhile, the annual Hot Rod and Classic Car Show is happening again Friday, September the 27th. Yukich Field, 89th and Kedzie. Check-in beginning at 3. Judging starts at 6 p.m. Profits from this year's show benefiting Almost Home, which is a local organization serving the homeless, single parents, and victims of domestic abuse. And the band Rocks Off going to be back again this year to perform live. The Evergreen Park Recreation Department Candlelight Theater is presenting Ordinary People Two weekends of performances over at the Senior Center, 9547 South Homan. It all begins Friday, September 27th, and like I said, two weekends of performances. Tickets on sale now at the Community Center. And the First United Methodist Church pie sale is going on now with pickup day on Saturday the 14th of September starting at 9 a.m. 
Apple, blueberry, cherry, strawberry, rhubarb, pecan, you name it, they make it into a pie. Do your pre-order now, 708-422-8451. That's your EP Podcast word on the street, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. The Evergreen Park Public Library is celebrating their 75th anniversary with a bash at 115 Bourbon Street. Mark your calendars now, Saturday, October the 12th. Come together and join them with a live performance by American English, the Beatles tribute band. Come together right now over me. Your $50 admission ticket gets you beer, wine, food, and a live performance by American English. And while supplies last, get the $75 VIP admission that adds on a 30-minute meet-and-greet with the band backstage before the show and guaranteed seating. Remember to stop by the EP library, check out the drawing baskets that they have on display, and enter to win. American English, 115 Bourbon Street. Get those tickets now at evergreenparklibrary.org. But here's the thing about Mike, Chris. He is sitting here today. We're in the presence of greatness. He is the only triple crown champion in barbecue bash history. He won in the first year. He and his partner won the um, inaugural beanbag tournament. Okay. He has since then won a nibblers competition. And he's won and the as whole you thing. pointed out two years ago, he he was grand champion of the rib competition. In reality, so, he was he was the guy. I mean, now, he was the guy to beat me. And I still won't tell you who judge number 6 was. Oh my god, judge number 6. <laughs> and we've talked about judge number 6 before. Yeah. It was there were there were all these there were all these there were all these Chris, votes. I look, they released Chris the will voting. Never forget. For anybody who's he never heard us before. Forget. Okay, so 2 years ago for everybody anybody who hasn't heard us before on this podcast, but you could probably find it on like 6 shows cuz I keep bringing it up. They had these they had the finals and they had like 10 judges, right, in the finals. So they have the judges in the finals, and I've got, and it's one out of 20. And I've got 20, 20, 19, 19, 20, 18, <laughs> 19, 19, 20. And then I get to the end, and it's like six. Like the Russian judge. Like whenever you had, like when you, when you watched, when you watched like like gymnastics in the 80s, and the American girl would have like all nine, 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 nine. Four, and it was like the angry Russian judge sitting there because they hated America. That's what happened to me. It's the best five bucks I ever spent. <laughs> he will never forget it. Yeah. Never. Not only that, I mean, none of his kids are six. They all went from five to seven on consecutive birthdays. You know, we're not doing we six. Don't we don't celebrate six. We don't celebrate six in a Lenoli no, no, house. No, no, we don't. We don't. I took all the candles and had a six in them, and I just They're threw all them nines out. now. They're, They're nines. all nines. <laughs> It's the mark of the beast. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what it is. You got it three of them. still stings today. Um, This week on Meet the Neighbors, I'm at the Academy of Self-Defense. I'm actually right here on 95th Street. Jeff Waldrum's here, the owner. It's not completely new. Even the parts that aren't new look new. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for coming by, Chris. Yeah, uh, we bought the building next door and did a full gut and remodel of actually both buildings. So it's got a a full facelift and a lot more space and a, a new nice area. You kick a lot of people in the head here with a lot more room. Yep, double the amount now, so good stuff. <laughs> so now a lot of people will come here 
for for different reasons. I, I know that you've talked about that they they like coming here because they just want to you know know how to defend themselves in a situation, and other people are learning how to do it because they like doing MMA. MMA continues to grow and become like a big thing. W- what do you think most people come here for? I think the majority of people are looking for a fun way to work out and challenge themselves. And this provides both, like a a workout, but a a skill set that could be really valuable at the same time. And I think after high school, or if you're lucky enough to play college sports is over, there's not much out there like, like something like this to do and continue your athletic career and push yourself. If a guy like me, who drinks too much beer and has beer gut and is 42 years old, says I wanna, I wanna get back some of that 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 earlier part of my life where I didn't look like a complete slob, how long do I, you think before I start seeing like results? I mean, I would imagine this is pretty intense, and I would start to feel it almost right away. Yeah, we have a, a good fun class, so we disguise our hard work by having a good time, but. People start learning fast or, or getting back what they used to have. So I think someone that sticks with it and be uh, committed within 90 days, they're, they're seeing good results, feeling good results, starting to get more natural with the movements and, and having a good time with it. I would imagine you get a lot of people that are like, you know, it's their after work thing where not only are they working out, but they're so aggravated with their boss, they just want to punch something. And it looks like you got lots of things on the walls here for people yes, to punch. Yes. Yeah, that's definitely a, a big one is stress relief for people at the end of their day, just trying to relieve some tension, have a good time, be around a positive environment and group of people. And definitely, uh, my wife always says, uh, just picture your husband's face on this pad and, and the punches get a little stronger sometimes. <laughs> All right. So so the other thing that's going on is this Saturday on the 7th, you guys have an event going on. It's your 50th anniversary. It's a grand reopening with the new facility, essentially. I mean, you have double the space. It's really pretty in here. I, I, you never think that somebody would sit there and say, oh, it's, <laughs> it's pretty in this MMA place. But it is. It's really nice in here. Okay, you got some big stuff going on. Tell me about it. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's the 50 years in business that this place has been here. So we wanted to take the opportunity with the remodel to invite uh, neighbors, friends, family, people from the neighborhood really to come and, and check it out, give it a second look or maybe a first look. We're going to have some activities. Uh, it'll be hands-on to you. Come in, have some fun, learn how to do a few moves, take a mini class. Uh, we'll have some food, beverages, and some games and raffles that people could enter so so somebody's always said like i'd love to try out some mma stuff or kind of see it done or kind of like you know see could i could i pull this off it'll be a nice relaxed environment where they can kind of try it yes this will be a really good environment to just get a taste of it see what it's about try something very non-intimidating and in just a, a fun kind of celebration way so you've been doing this a long time right i mean you 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 originally used to work out here and then you ended up buying the business i mean you're you're an evergreen park you're regular i mean this is this is your spot right yeah this has been uh what i've really dedicated myself to since i was 16 years old so um, a couple high school sports didn't really take to, and then once I found the martial arts, that was it. I was here probably six, seven days a week for almost 27 years now. <laughs> well, you know what I love about it is that I mean, here we got something that's been in this community for 50 years, but I am constantly learning about new things that are sitting right in the middle of Evergreen Park underneath my nose. And uh, I might I might come in here very soon and uh, let somebody kick my butt or or just punch something 
or anything like, like like I can try this and not get you're not gonna punch me in the face the first day right this is like right. me doing the exercises <laughs> this is this isn't hand-to-hand combat unless I'm ready for that right yes it's it's when you're ready but you're gonna come in and the first day you're gonna get hands-on you're gonna learn you're gonna train hard practice the material and have a good time doing it but people shouldn't be afraid you're not gonna get, you know, beat up at your first day. It could be intimidating. We can make that happen if it needed to happen. If you kind of want to be beat up, if that's your thing, like just let us know. But no, you're just gonna learn, get comfortable, and, and people get surprised right away that uh, it's a, just a great group of people, environment, and uh, a good friendly attitude. Yeah, I mean, if a wife brings her husband in who's been driving her her nuts all week long and slips you a five, you'll, you'll yeah, yeah, we'll hook her up. We'll hook let her, her get a couple body all shots. Right, in all there. right, that's good. That's that's all I want to know. All right, address and what times do they show up on Saturday? So 3753 West 95th Street, and it'll be Saturday, September 7th from 11 to 2 o'clock. Come in any time. Jeff Waldrum, Academy of Self-Defense. This thing is really cool. The place looks great. I'm looking forward to the event on Saturday and and many, many more years to come here at this uh, facility that I think uh, Evergreen Park could be uh, really proud of. Thanks a lot for joining me. Excellent. Thanks for coming by, Chris. It's the middle of the show song. 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 Chris had nothing to put here, so he put this song. It's the middle of the show song. What is it now? It's it's twenty dollars online to get in, twenty five at the door, right? Correct. So how do they? Uh, how until what date can people actually get them in advance? Is it right up to the day before? Or when, day before. Day before you can go online. How do you go online and get them? So you can go to mhrmensclub.com. Okay. And there's a link to register for uh, for the barbecue bash, and you can go on and pay through PayPal, um, and get as many bracelets as you want ahead of time. And then we'll have your name on a list at the door, and you'll come in and just show your either your email confirmation or your ID, Yeah. and we'll give you your bracelets. You know, you guys are one of the bigger contests now in Evergreen, and, and I couldn't really say this last year because I, you know, I hadn't really made my mark doing this, this podcast. I didn't really know a lot of people around Evergreen, but now, like, I have conversations with the mayor. I talk to the guy that, that's in charge of public relations over there. I talk to the people that organize different events. And the feeling is, because I when I bring it up, that this is one of the events in Evergreen Park. I know it, I know it's a it's a holy redeemer event, and some people might sit there and say, well, that's just their thing. But really, people from all over Evergreen show up, even if they didn't don't have ties to the Redeemer. You guys get a really good crowd for this. This is like the festival of the fall. How does it? How did it start? And and how does it feel to get it to that point? Uh, well, it started uh, back seven years ago. Was probably six or seven of us all just bragging as to who cooks the best and uh, ended up, we were going to just do a little backyard barbecue cook off and it turned into so many guys. Then not knowing what to do, we, uh, we decided we were just going to throw a party and do it in the parking lot of the, uh, of the school. Right. You convinced the priest. You're like, I want to, we well, want to have a one party. of the guys talking trash about his ribs. <laughs> so it wasn't that hard. When you when you throw in you throw in keywords like fundraiser and parish and parking lot, you know, then you kind of you can massage the pastor a little bit right. there, and, and, and you and get to have a team, and I'm sure you'll right. win, Father. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. Okay, so, so so this thing starts off really small. Do you? feel that do you feel that this is yep. now becoming such a big thing because i know that when i like i was going over some of the events of that were going on in evergreen because we've been to a lot of different things okay we're you know everything from the back to school bash that's over at central to day in the park to the fourth of july parade and bouncing around and i talked to all the different people that organize these events 
And I'll say, you know, and, and over the summer, I was like, next thing is the, the barbecue bash. And people will say, yeah, that's the next big thing. That's the next big thing with the big crowd and the biggest gathering going on in Evergreen Park. I mean, that is quite an accomplishment that a bunch of guys who basically were probably having a few too many one night and got into an argument about over whose ribs were better have now turned this into such an event. Yeah, thanks. I mean, the first year, I think we estimated about 225, 250 people showed up. Last year, with Mr. Blotto headlining, I think we were pushing 750, 800. Mm-hmm. You Mr. Blotto was good. Um, yeah, so, I mean, in that first year, we did it. We put it together on six weeks' notice. It was the Saturday of Columbus Day weekend, so we were competing with, you know, high school homecomings. We were competing with anybody. People going out of town. People going out people of town for Columbus town, Day right? weekend, exactly. you know, that kind of stuff. So, um I think a combination of just people hearing more about it are getting better at throwing a hell of a party and putting on a good event and learning from each year. You know, each year we learn something new. And then being able to plant it now on this weekend after Labor Day um, is, you know, for many years after the first one, we were moving it back into earlier in, you know, October, late September. But we were competing with a lot of area homecomings that we didn't realize and stuff like that. So putting it the weekend we have it and keeping it parked on that day, this will be, I think, the third year we're on the the Saturday after this Labor Day. This is the day. day to do it. You know, it really helps. It. Yeah, definitely. It really helps. The guy who really likes that bring-your-own-alcohol policy is a guy who does a podcast with me by the name of uh, Father Paul Guzman. He does the Me and the Priest. <laughs> I'm The first year he was there, he was walking around with two giant growlers of beer that's he was just I walking first around with craft him. beer and growlers. The priest that was a, with the beer growlers. Right, that was the first time I really met him because yeah. he, you know, he like my my parents are holy rollers. Like they're at church like almost every day. They're always <laughs> every involved. Church. They, they go to so every like church. the moment, yeah, they're at every church on the south they side. Don't they don't, to one they go to Saint Rita, and then the next day they're at Martyrs, and the next day they're at the Redeemer. So they know all the priests and everything. Yeah. So all of a sudden, like I'm standing there, and all of a sudden he's standing in my tent, and I'm like, who's this? Who's this priest and he's drinking? His robe drinking and... from growlers, and he's like, he's like, here, man, you, what do you like? I'm like, I like IPAs, and he just pours it right out of a growler for me. I'm like, I'm gonna dig this guy he's gonna be awesome yeah so yeah i i hear you're trying to recruit him to be a uh, a judge this year he's he's gonna be a judge this year to be a first he's not aware of him. that did you know that he didn't know he was gonna be a judge this is that year. right no he didn't I know have he that on good. higher authority he was, he was supposed to he was he told me that he was going to be in my tent and he's very concerned about Uh-oh. this you know he's supposed to bless my Conflict ribs so i can win interest. this thing well he'll That's be assigned number he's six he's gonna bless my ribs so i win this year yeah, he'll be assigned number six <laughs> when we catch up the judges numbers the world is fast and busy sometimes you got to get down to your speed And the place to lower your speed and relax in Evergreen Park is at the Red Palm. Maybe your speed is wine on a Wednesday with your friends for Wine Down Wednesday. Maybe turtle races and Queen of Hearts on Thursday nights is more your speed. Each and every night, though, at the Red Palm, you get a little island attitude at a local latitude. When you walk into the Red Palm, it's like walking into an island bar but right in Evergreen Park. With a menu like no other created by Chef Mario and cooked in a beautiful wood fire oven. Unique taste, comfort foods, and honestly, the best wings you're gonna find anywhere. Have a tropical drink, a craft beer, a glass of wine, or share a bucket of lights with your friends. Watch the game on one of the many flat screen TVs over the top of their bar or out on the patio. Get out this summer, the Red Palm at 3020 West 95th Street. Island Attitude, Local Latitude. I'm at Central Middle School's Back to School Bash. I got seventh graders here. So like, you're cool enough that you're not a sixth grader, but you're not cool enough to be an eighth grader. Is that right? Yeah, that's totally right. Are you excited about school? 
Not really. But wait, they just had a bash. Shouldn't you be excited? No. No? You're not no! excited? You're not exci- no! But there's a, there's a bash going on. Like, doesn't this make it easier for you to go back to school? Yeah, but, like, classes and stuff are boring. Right? Yeah, yeah totally. Oh, okay. What's the best thing about the seventh grade? Nothing. I like sixth grade it's the, better. It's the boys, isn't it? No. No. no it's not the boys? Ugly. You heard it here first on the EP podcast. You're like really snobby too. You're snobby and ugly? Yeah. That's a winning combination. Girls, good luck in school this year. I hope you make it to the eighth grade. Thank you so Thank much. You. Me too. Thank you. Just a reminder for everybody, September the 20th, starting at 3 p.m., seven breweries in seven hours on the Ileana Brew Bus going from one end to the other end a complete tour of the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail. The only way you can get seats is by listening to this show or any of the other shows on the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. And the only way to register to get a chance to win those seats is to subscribe to the show. Then rate and comment on the show so we can see the rating, we can see that you did that. And then share the show on social media somewhere. We'll get notifications when you're doing those things. If for some reason your login for the podcast player is different from your social media account, because that's how we're going to contact you to tell you if you won, you might want to send us a message with like a picture or something that tells us, hey, that comment on that site, that came from me. Want to make sure everybody who did all these things is actually registered so we can make sure you make it on the bus. We're going to start filling that bus as early as next week. We want to give people time, so go out and do those things. Listen, subscribe, share, rate and comment on the show. Get on the Ileana Brew Bus and the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail. Father Paul's here, and um, Father, I uh, we do this show. We do me and the priest. I believe us to be good friends, right? Really, we're, we're close, right? You're get, getting close so that everybody can hear you. Absolutely. All right, good. I want to make sure that these guys hear it, too, because you're going to be in my tent and my intention was that you were going to be blessing ribs for me. Yeah. And, and because I figured I needed the Lord's help to, to finally. You're going to need win something. This. I'm going to yeah. need some help. Yeah. Okay? Need something. He's got a red hat. I don't. <laughs> These guys want you judging. So, I mean, like, if you're going to judge, like, are, is he restricted from hanging out in my tent or Not anything at like all. that? No. Not at all. Okay. Am I getting in trouble if for some reason I present my ribs in the sign of a cross? You're disqualified. No. Yeah. No. Automatic. Whatever you think. Just so he knows they're mine? And, yeah. <laughs> Just ribs in a box. And then you need you know? an exorcism. Ribs in a box. <laughs> all right. Your ribs are unclean. Yeah. You you missed this <laughs> last cross, year. You a were, cross would probably you, be a better shape yeah, yeah, than yeah, what yeah. you put yeah, him probably, in Probably better than what it was. You missed this last year. You yeah, were in the Syria. sandbox. Yeah, you yeah. were in the sandbox having missile shot over your Yeah, area. it was fun. Are you, are you excited about getting back to this? Because you were in it a few years ago. I remember you were walking around with uh, two giant jugs of beer in your hand. So, I mean, this is like it's your the only party. way to walk around. But I, I don't know if I can do that as a judge now. Can't walk around. I don't know. It's encouraged as a judge. It's encouraged. Oh, it's encouraged. It's encouraged. All right, well, all right. They're going to tell I you anything. Corrected. They're going to tell you anything right now because they want you to judge. Okay. <laughs> you and I will work out how we'll figure right, out yeah, that we'll, you know, we'll figure you know whose ribs are. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. And you want you want to know which ones are Kerwin's too because I don't want you voting for them. Uh, uh, make sure okay. he gets I'll a, put those in make, my pocket. Make sure he gets a six. Um, okay. I'll put those in my <laughs> wow. Yeah, but the, the, the pastor's going to be in there too, so yeah, I don't know yeah. what I'm going to be doing. His are always the ones with a slice of white bread and that are under cooked. So you can always tell Father Hyde. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, he's easy to spot. But geez, Lanuti's really getting, uh, he's really getting serious about this now. He's bribing judges, he's marking the cards, like he's he's really tired of just 
losing every year. <laughs> anything I you can know, do. Oh, first tough, I, I know. Anything, yeah, I know. Anything I can do. Prayers, I just, everything. I just want a sticker. That's all I want. Yeah, I, I, just want, I just want something. Uh, that's so all I want. So I just, that's all I want. Yeah. Every year, year, every year hurt, I tell know? everybody in my tent, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. And then when I lose, they all look at me like I died. And I'm like, I'm fine. Because you did die I don't care. if It's because it's the shame of my mother looking at me going, Christopher, how did you not win? I leave my, you, you're letting you're not letting me down. You're letting my mother down. I just want you guys to know that. Oh, okay? yeah, this, the guilt yeah. card was that the, was that the guilt card? I thought I saw that. Come Doesn't out. matter. Who's your yeah. Who's your father let down when he can't get out of the nibblers competition? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Good. I'm glad you're making fun of him because I want him to compete again. He's so, got to. I just, heard you just say talk he's trash. not doing it. He's talk some trash. Talk, get him in there. Forget talk it. some trash. Yeah, he's got to go. You ask him if he wants me to cook for him this year. <laughs> and he can submit mine. I'll let him take mine. And, and well, what's funny he was does. he said, he said I think he's going to cook now because he sat there and he told my mother that he wasn't going to cook. And she goes, oh, good, because I got some things I got to do that day. And then we'll just get to the rib competition late. And he goes, you don't know if I'm cooking or not. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can change my mind. He might have to cook just, it's probably worth 20 bucks in cooking, so he doesn't have to go shopping right. that day. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, more guys talk all year long about, about what the they're going to make for their nibblers, the nibblers and how yeah. they're going to adjust their right. rubs or their sauces or their techniques. Yeah, yeah, it's that's really become what it is. a, yeah. you know, yeah. something that everybody's into. Yeah, definitely, definitely. He's got to keep doing it. I think he'll keep doing it. If he doesn't do it, I'll do something. What the heck? I just want to be part of the competition. Yeah, one more thing for you to lose. That's good. Keep it up. Man, oh, man. He's throwing down the gun. Yeah, I know he is. All right. We're going to get these guys out of here. Thank you very much. We got Terry Gogg and Mike Kerwin. Thank you so much. The uh, MHR Barbecue Bash on the 7th, and uh, we will be there. Make sure that you stop by. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. Does your financial advisor actually take time to listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? Why worry about those things when Tom Walsh is nearby? He's your local Edward Jones financial advisor. He works with you, focusing on what's important to you. He uses an established process to create personalized financial strategy. And he partners with you to help your strategy stay on track. Listen, families in South Chicago land have been benefiting from Tom's get to know you approach and do the right thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Ice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor located in Mount Greenwood, right outside of the EP at 111th and Kedzie. Member SIPC. All right. Now, before, can, I what, do a, can I do a question? A shout out. A shout you can, out? You can edit it out if you want <laughs> sure, to. Sure, go ahead. You, you know what it is? The last your two show, years, Hannah. there is somebody who cooks there that is a member of the crew of Bacchus in New Orleans for Mardi Gras. I see your bags. I see your Bacchus beads. I see all your Bacchus stuff. Contact the podcast. Oh, so you? this is something that's like, 
it means that you were like part of something special in New Orleans. Like they this belong is like, to the crew of Bacchus. I don't know Mardi what that Rock means. Crew. Nobody, okay. nobody on the Chris, south side knows Chris, what that means. Oh my god! Okay, nobody knows right. what this the is, hell you're talking you about. You crazy redneck Bayou girl. This is like this is like I just watched the documentary on the World War II. She's like the French Revolution. Yeah. John has a long mustache. Yeah. The, now they know to attack, Hannah. Right. Nobody knows what you're exactly. talking about. Contact you know. the podcast. The eagle has landed. The eagle has Bacchus landed. Bacchus is ready for bees. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.